This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 4th of March. Justin, boy, we may be in a cost of living crisis, mm-hmm. but the share market is telling a different story. On Friday, the ASX hit a record high of 7,733 Ooh. points, which is the highest level ever. And it's largely thanks to the belief that rates will be dropped in 2024. Speaking of rates, B-Man and yeah. home loans, I am pretty pumped by our home loan wizard in the Flux app. Yes. Literally shows you all the suitable home loans for you in less than 30 seconds. So if you want to check it out, head to the Flux app and have a little swing through the home loan wizard. Three handy stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Meta has warned that it won't renegotiate new Australian media deals as it plans to pull the news tab from its Facebook app in Australia. Ooh, shots fired. Is this 2021 all over again? So what is happening here? So Jazzy Boy, we know that media companies like Meta and Google allow news content on their platforms. And they claim this is good for the publishers who get more eyeballs than they could ever get on their own websites. But the media outlets claim that the social media platforms are benefiting from engagement on their own platforms thanks to news articles. So B-Man, back in 2021, after a major brouhaha between the Zuck and former treasurer Josh Frydenberg, they came to an agreement. It's believed that Meta and Google have paid media organisations around 200 million bucks per year for access to their content. That was under the News Media Bargaining Code. We're talking payments to ABC, The Guardian, Mm -hmm. News Corp, Seven West Media, Nine Entertainment. But B-Man, this agreement is now coming to an end and obviously the media companies have come back for more. But Meta has said uh, it's all over Red Rover. And the Facebook news tab in Australia will be removed from April. So what is the key learning right here? Content monetization has become one of the critical concerns for digital platforms as well as content creators. Now, while newsrooms, Jazzy Boy, across Australia are toiling away, yep. Meta's rejection really highlights a pretty harsh reality. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to monetize news content. But here's the thing. The number of people using the Facebook news tab in Australia has allegedly dropped by 80% in the last year. According to Meta. And Meta reckons that its users don't use Facebook for news or political content. According to Meta. (laughs) So paying 200 million bucks a year collectively isn't justifiable anymore for big tech companies like Meta. And that means media companies are going to be facing a big black hole. For our second story, Life360, the ASX-listed family tracking app, has seen a share skyrocket over 30% as it starts to push none other, how ironic, ads in its app. It was only a matter of time before ads seeped its way in, so tell me more. Life360 is what they call a family social networking (laughs) app and it was launched in 2009. In other words, it's the ultimate tool for helicopter parents who want to track their children's every movement. And also measure how fast their kids are driving in their cars. And B-Man, after coughing up a cool $205 million for Tile, Life360 is pretty much tracking anything that does or does not move. But Jazzy Boy, despite the kind of creepy nature of this app, Mm -hmm. it's growing and growing. We're talking more than 61 million people using the app each and every month. Now, Life360 has seen its revenues increase by 33% and its profit jumped as well. But that's not what had investors doing the happy dance. It was a major announcement about their new revenue stream. We're talking advertising. (laughs) I remember that old chestnut. Life360's plan is to launch an ad business that they want to rival its existing subscription business. Next minute, Share price up 37%. So what is that?
is the key learning here. Today's business landscape is witnessing a full circle revolution. From ads to subscriptions and back again. This is like neighbours ending with a big goodbye and then returning <laughs> less than 12 months later. Jazzy Boy, over the past decade or so, many companies have pivoted from ad-based revenues to more reliable subscription revenues. The New York Times was all over that trend. They swapped from ad flakiness to the sweet, sweet allure of subscription cash. But now we're in for a plot twist because <laughs> companies that started as all in on subscriptions mm-hmm. are flirting with ads once again. Think Tinder, Spotify, Netflix, and even Uber. It's simple. Throw ads to your free users to add a little extra revenue to your mix. And B-Man, investors are loving this trend for now. For our third and final story, Bumble's love affair with profits has hit a standstill after reporting a 32 million US dollar loss for the fourth quarter and it is making major cuts to start. Big old tumble for Bumble, B-Man. So what is happening here? Well, Jazzy Boy, Bumble is the female-focused dating app that launched in 2014 where women have to be the ones to make the first move. And since then, Bumble's expanded beyond just dating into Bumble BFF for friendships. Don't forget Bumble Biz for professional networking. (laughs) And now Bumble is breaking up with around 350 of their staff after reporting a 32 million US dollar loss. And now investors are swiping left on this dating app Mm -hmm. with Bumble shares down around 10%. But B-Man, Bumble's hoping to win back these investors and customers by revamping their app and bringing in new AI features. Dating and AI kind of sounds like a very uncomfortable combination. (laughs) seen the movie Her? But Jazzy Boy Bumble and its competitors are facing a major problem. And that is... Gen Z users are burning out from using dating apps. And the industry as a whole is struggling to keep its younger user base very keen on online dating. And what is the key learning here? When a generation's interests change, a whole industry can be shaken up. Get this little stat, Jazzy Boy. 41% of users over 30 have paid for dating Mm -hmm. apps, whereas only 22% of users under 30 have. That's according to Pew Research. Gen Z is feeling a little burnt out from using dating apps and they're looking for in-person meetups. Which is obviously leading to slower growth across the dating app industry. Even Match Group, the owners of Tinder and Hinge, have seen a decline in revenue. And Hinge is now promoting IRL hangouts and Tinder is using marketing to move away from its reputation as a hookup app. We've seen this situation play out in the fitness industry mm-hmm. as well yep. where companies pivoted from weight loss to uh, holistic wellness. Yep, Weight Watchers changed from their name to WW with the tagline, Wellness That Works. <laughs> so Bumble's profit downturn might be a little setback that sets them up for a brand new direction. How good is that home loan wizard in the Flux app? Nothing better than looking at that to refinance you can compare how, how much you're paying today and how much you could be saving in the future. By gee, this thing is handy for me. Wow. So Flux fam, if you want to see if you can get a better deal on your home loan, make sure to check out the Flux Home Loan Wizard. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Wednesday.